Greetings, family, and welcome back to the Word for Life podcast, where we focus on real, relevant, and resourceful conversations to stimulate the mind, stretch your faith, and sharpen your iron. I want to ask, as I always do as we begin our dialogue today, that you would please subscribe, like, and share the podcast so that it can be discovered in the massive database that is podcast. It is ever-growing and uh, ever-evolving, and we want to do our due diligence to make sure that these conversations and these moments of dialogue and reflection and inspiration and motivation can always be found in the database of podcasts, whether it be on Apple or by Spotify, please make sure that you are liking, sharing, comment, uh, and all of the things of those natures, even to your Facebook pages and your Instagram pages so that everybody can see what is happening over here at the Word for Life podcast. As always, let me thank you so much for out of all of the podcast options, choosing to join us today on the Word for Life podcast. I pray that today something will be said that will spark your mind, that will heighten your intellect and get your thoughts and your juices going, that you might continue to chase after what God has placed in front of you and that you may be what God has called you to be. I want to talk today about a very uh, sensitive subject to me that is near and dear to my heart. And I want to take a little time today to break it down. And of course, it is never my endeavor to be long, um, but I will kind of cut across the field today so that we can dialogue about what needs to be dialogue. And I hope that you can garner and gather something from this conversation today. I want to talk a little while today about how to measure success, how to measure success. Forthrightly and out front, I want to say and suggest that I believe that there comes a point in time in all of our quest to become that we oftentimes have to redefine success. Sometimes you have to redefine success. But before I give you the privilege and the ability to refine your success, I want to say that there are limits to redefining success. Meaning that if you are working and giving everything you have to your dream, to your desires, to your goals, then I think that you qualify for the ability to redefine and or restructure your success. However, if you are not working, if you are not chasing, if you are not building, if you are not giving all that you have to become whatever it is that you are trying to become, I don't do not think that you have earned the right to redefine success. And the and the reason those of us that are grinding and working sometimes have to redefine success is because when you look at your dream, it is important for you in your dream before we talk about success, in your dream it is important for you to categorize your success 
and your dreams by levels. You have to categorize them by levels because if we're not careful, we'll be expecting level 25 in year one. When really uh, level 25 is almost like year 25 and it takes time and it takes brain thrust and it takes trial and error. So you cannot gauge level two uh, according to level 25, which level 25 might be the finished product. It is who you become, who you are becoming. It is what you desire. It is the finished product of your dream. And I think that a lot of times many of us stop in our quests to success because when we look at the level we are at, it does not match the level of the dream that we thought that we would be at one day. And so in those moments, it is important for you to redefine yourself and keep your mind focused on whatever level you are on. Here is what is important about those levels, though, is that even if I am on a lower level, trying to make it to a higher level, understand this, that the way that I operate, my business sense, my ministry sense, my spirit of excellence should always be the final level. Now, I may not have all the funds to be able to uh, walk it out in a final level capacity, but what I want to tell you is, is to never dumb down your success because you are on an early level. All right. Uh, The Bible says it like this. The Bible says, despise not the days of small beginnings. Even though you are small, act as if you were big. Even though you are small, operate as if you were big. Because the truth of the matter is that sometimes at any given moment, God can blow you up from uh, level one to level 25 in a matter of moments, in a matter of minutes. And if you have not been operating in the level that you are going to, but you've been satisfied with the level that you are at, when God decides to pour the favor picture on you, you are not going to be ready because you have spent all your time for the level that you are at and have made no preparations for the level that you are going to. Here's what I want to tell you, friends, as we continue to move here is that success, my dear friends, success is not always numerical. Sometimes success is neurological. And so sometimes success literally comes down to the mind and how I view where I am and where I'm going. The importance of you having your mind together so that you can have the proper perspective as you thrust through to make it to success is so vital and so important because uh, your neurology, your mind, your thought process is literally how you see yourself where you are. And sometimes many of us are successful because we don't see ourselves in the right light for where we are. We are so busy tearing our own selves down that nobody else in the world needs to tear you down because you are so busy tearing down yourself. 
Now, I am by no means suggesting that we should walk around arrogantly because we feel as if we have it all together. All of us need humility. But while we are being humble, you must also be excited about who you are. While you are being humble, you must also be confident in what you have to offer. So so, so, so make sure that um, as you are redefining your success and looking at what success is, understand that it is not always numerical, but sometimes it is neurological. When you tally up all of the losses you've had to endure in your life, the fact that you still believe in yourself is success in and of itself. I want to give that to you again so you don't miss it. When you tally up all the losses in your life, the fact that you still believe in yourself is success in and of itself. I can't I can't stress how important that is to you, my friends, because after all the losses you've had to endure in your life, for you to still stand up and believe in who you are and what God has intended and called you to be, I think is the most massive and amazing um um, appreciation of God that you can give because many times we do not know how to view losses in our lives. Here is my prayer for you, and I want you to. I want to make this confession very quickly. Make this confession with me, um, Lord. Teach me how to lose and get over it. <laughs> I, I, I think that that's one of the most vital uh, messages in our quest to success is learning how to lose and get over it. So many times we are busy making a monument out of failure uh, that we can never actually reach the miracle that God has in store for us because we're so busy being caught up in the fact that he allowed us to fail. Can I tell you something, friends? Sometimes you can give God every single thing you have and still fail. And I know you don't like to hear that. I know you don't um, like to feel that. I know you don't like to believe that sometimes God uh, in, in, in some folks' minds could be so cruel. But understand the timing of God. It Just because you ask God to do it today does not require him to perform it today. Just because you asked him to do it 25 years ago doesn't uh, require him to do it because the truth of the matter is if it's not in his will, it's not in his will. So then the prayer must be, Lord, teach me how to go after what is in your will because we understand that God will never tell himself no. So if you never want to hear a no from God, then you need to reassure and make sure that you are in his will will. Listen to me, friends, and I want you to write this down if you're taking notes, and I hope that you are. Listen to this. It'll bless you if you let it. It takes patience and persistence to become someone you've never been. I'll give it to you again. It takes patience and persistence to become someone you've never been. The reality is that as we're chasing after success, we have never been the finished product of who we are desiring to be. And what we have to understand is that it's going to require patience 
of yourself. It is going to require patience. Watch this of the process. The process for you to get to success sometimes has so many dips, turns, squeezes, uh, roller coasters. There are so many different things along the path to success that you have to redefine how you measure it because sometimes you can walk into a deep dark alley full of losses watch this and it be the best thing that god ever did for you and so it's important for us to understand that it's going to take patience to become someone you've never been not only that it's going to take persistence thomas edison um made thomas edison made a hundred attempts at the light bulb. It was not until 101 that he succeeded. So say he stopped at 92. Say he stopped at 87. Say he stopped at 65. Uh, not that the light bulb would have never been created, but he would not have, he would not be accredited to creating the light bulb. And so we have to understand that although it may take a lot of trial and error, it may take some moving and some maneuvering, you've got to understand that you have to be persistent, meaning I will not back down from what I believe God said. Let's make that a confession. Come on, repeat after me. I refuse to back down. Come on, say it again. I refuse to back down. Here's what I want to give you to my friends is that giving yourself a chance at success is also risking yourself as a failure. Giving yourself a chance at success is always risking yourself as a failure. And yet we must pursue with everything we have because the only thing worse than not chasing your dream is being satisfied living in a nightmare. Mm. The only thing worse than not chasing your dream is being satisfied with living in a nightmare. So I want to tell you, my dear friends, wherever you are, whoever is listening to this that is trying to Find your place to success. I want to tell you this and I want to tell you boldly. Bet on yourself. It does not matter if others believe. It does not matter what others say. Bet on yourself. Can I tell you something? Never, and I used to do this, the Lord is literally delivering me as we speak. Never measure your success by support. Oh my gosh. If, if in 20 years of preaching the gospel, that is one of the most truest things I've come to understand. Never measure your success by support because some people are just not going to support you because it is just not their nature. Because people that have had their mouth on you behind closed doors can never support you publicly because they've been talking about you privately. True words almost have never been spoken, and yet I'm going to get out of there. Um, bet, watch this on betting on yourself. Bet on yourself with no money in your pocket. Bet on yourself even when the process of how you're going to get there is not complete. Bet on yourself, meaning believe in yourself with everything you have. Bet on yourself with no money in your pocket. Here's why. Pockets don't measure passion. And passion 
can't comprehend favor. Mm, that's good. <laughs> pockets don't measure passion. And pockets also cannot comprehend favor. I want a confession to make as we continue to chase after this thing called success. Let's make this confession. Favor brought me here. Mm, come on, say that. Wherever you're writing, wherever you're sitting, wherever you're laying, you're cooking, whatever you're doing, let's say that. Say, favor brought me here. Because the truth of the matter is, is that there are going to be some moments in your life that when God switch, flips the switch, there are going to be some moments in your life that when God flips the switch, you're not going to be able to explain to anybody how it happened. You will simply only be able to reply that favor brought me here. Mm, that's a word right there for somebody. And I'm not preaching. I'm just talking on the podcast. But there's somebody in here who literally lives every single day of your life like me. In complete and full expectation for favor to work its perfect work. I don't know if I'm the only one on this podcast, but I just got a sneaky suspicion that there's somebody else on this podcast that is listening to this saying, God, in the moment of a twinkling of an eye, I just believe that you're going to shift things in my favor. And the testimony I will have is that favor brought me here. I can't tell you how to write a grant for it. I can't tell you where to get funding for it. I can't tell you what I did. I can't give you three steps. I can't write a business plan or a book about it. All I can tell you is that favor brought me here. Here's how you're going to know that favor brought you there. Favor brought you here is because this, watch this. Literally, when you were going after your dream, you were going after your desire. Here's what I believe that God is going to do for all of us is that we are going to be funded by favor and fueled by faith. Mm. When you are fueled by faith, you will be funded by Favor. Oh, I got to say that again. Three, I, third time is the charm. When you are fueled by faith, you will be funded by favor. Now, listen, I'm not talking to everybody, but I am talking to those of you who are, are aggressively pursuing success and you believe without a shadow of a doubt that it is going to happen. When you are fueled by faith. You will be funded by favor. Can I tell you something? And it might shock, shock you for me to say this to you, but I do not even want you to measure your success by your goals. Here is why I don't want you to measure your success by your goals is because goals take time. And, and I, I need us to do a better job in our quest to success at living in the moment. I think that that's one of the things that causes us to back down off of our dreams, off of our desires. It is because we're not living in the moment. We're so busy trying to become who we're trying to become that we cannot stop to give ourselves flowers for the victories that we have on this level. And I think every now and then you have to stop 
And thank God and yourself for being patient and persistent and looking at where you have arrived to now. Is it the finished product? No, but I am also not where I started. And I think that that's a very pivotal part in the success in our lives is learning how to be and live in the moment to see where you are. Instead of trying to jump ahead of the curve, look at where you are and give your yourself credit because you are working. Give yourself credit because you are dreaming. Give yourself credit because you refuse to quit. Give yourself credit because you have put together a plan and you are executing the plan despite what you see. Yeah. Stop where you are and tell yourself you are successful. Stop where you are and tell yourself keep going after it with everything that you have. Uh, Here it is. If you don't have patience for process, you'll resent that you ever dared to dream in the first place. Again, if you don't have patience for the process, you will grow to resent that you ever dared to dream. I need you to understand, my brothers and sisters, friends, wherever you are, it takes Patience process is necessary and it's important for us to understand that the fact that you dare to dream is a miracle in and of itself. Because again, when you look back over your life and you look at all all of the losses that you've had to endure, if you're still around here believing that God is going to do it, you are right where he wants you to be. Listen, friends, surround yourself with people that dream with you, not people that dream for you. I hope y'all are catching this. Surround yourself with people that dream with you, not people that dream for you. Here, Listen, if you surround yourself with people that dream for you, one day you'll wake up and discover that you're chasing after a success that you don't even want. But somebody else wanted it for you. And so now you're finding yourself trying to figure out why you're unhappy. Why, despite all of the things that you're doing, nothing satisfies you. It's because you're chasing after something that you never wanted in the first place. But because you're trying to appease the people around you, they are literally downloading things in you that you don't even desire. And so you've got to watch people that come around you because they want you to be you. They want you to be the face of success for them. In other words, they some people only want you to win so that you can be their pocket. Some people only want you to win so that you can be their meal ticket. Some people only want you to win so that you can be their access to the new level of living that your success will bring. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Dream for yourself. Mm. Never let anybody dream for you. That way you can always have passion as you chase after your success. Three points and then I'll, I'll bid you do. You need to measure your success, number one, by purpose. How do I measure my success by purpose? Listen, my brothers and sisters, if what you're doing, if you do not feel as if it is your purpose and God is showing you evidence that this is truly what he has called you to do, listen to me and listen to me very closely. Lean into the speaker. 
stop. <laughs> I know y'all wanted something deep. Listen, I know you wanted something deep, something special. But listen, if you are doing something and you do not find or you do not feel your purpose for it, you do not feel as if that's where you were genuinely called to act, move, arrange, shift, do, move, whatever, then you need to back away, abort the mission. Because there is nothing worse than spending time and wasting time on something that is not even your purpose. Listen, if your heart is not in it, don't waste another moment going after it. That's a relationship. That's a business plan. That's a ministry. That's a church. That's a friend. That's a relative. If you cannot find purpose in it, abort the mission immediately because you do not have any time to waste to go after things that are not in God's purpose for your life. Now, what does that mean, Anthony? That means, number one, I've got to find what my purpose is. I got to find what my purpose is. Well, how do I find what my purpose is? Number one, you've got to pray. Oh, my God, you've got to pray so that God can reveal to you what your purpose is. You've got to have, number two, wise counsel. you got to have wise counsel so that God, through the avenue of people, can reveal your purpose to you. I think many times we don't understand that we think that God's voice is a deep James Earl Jones voice that's going to tell us what our purpose is. Would you be mad if I told you that sometimes God has the answer to your purpose in the mouth of somebody you don't like? Sometimes God has the answer to what your purpose is in the mouth of somebody you call Junebug. Sometimes God has your purpose in the mouth of somebody that is younger than you. Sometimes it's your child. And we've got to be ever careful to be listening to the voice of God, even if it comes through the avenue of people. So number one, if you're going to, if you're going to find success, number one, you have to know your purpose. Number two, you have to understand how to measure progress. All right. Watch this. If it is in the process It is in progress. Mm. I'm going to say that again. If it is in process, it is in progress. Listen, you are only not progressing when you are not moving. Even if you are trying to develop some kind of business idea, even if you are developing a ministry and it seems like no matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you try to manipulate and change things around, if it seems it's not blowing up, it's not taking off, if it is making progress, if it is in the process, it is making progress because anything that is in the process is moving. And if it's moving, that means that it's in progress. It is moving towards a direction. And when you have progress, here's what is is important about progress. See, what's important about progress is that we have to learn how to handle the momentum swings of life. Oh, gosh. Let's confess this real quick. Say, Lord, help me to handle momentum swings. Oh, gosh. 
That's so vital and so important because sometimes in our life, we go through moments of wins and then we go through moments of losses. And if we're not careful, we allow the moments of losses to carry more weight than the moments of wins. So you got to learn how to hold on to the moments of wins because, again, everything has ebbs and flows. There are ups, there are downs, there are highs, there are lows. And so we've got to be ever careful to make sure that we have a tight grip on the highs so that whenever it's time for a low, it doesn't bring us down. But we're holding on to the high place instead of focusing on the low place. So remember, we are always moving. If it is in process, process, it is in progress. If it is in process, it is in progress. Again, how to measure success. Number one, you've got to be doing it through purpose. Number two, there must be progress. Uh, Number three, and then I'll bid you adieu last, you measure success when you can see it for its potential. See it for its potential. Now, here's the most important thing about potential, and I can speak on this because I've been there for years. There is nothing more frustrating in life than seeing and knowing there is momentous potential, but it never materializes. That is by far the most frustrating thing in the world is to be able to tangibly see the potential of a thing but never realize it. And so again, how do we get there? Listen, friends, you've got to put together a plan. Let's call that 3B. You need a plan. And, and, and the biggest issue and the biggest problem that I see is that many of us have a desire to be successful and we have a great idea, but we have no plan as to how we're going to get there. And you have to have a plan. Watch this. Your plan has to also make way for contingencies and for changes and for ebbs and flows and for sickness and disease. You've got to have a plan. Planning is so vital and so necessary in the life of potential because without a plan, your potential will stand still and it will always be there because there is no hand, there are no hands and there are no legs to force it to become. And so here you are looking at a massive picture of potential with literally no action and no movement because you have wasted all your time being enamored by the potential instead of putting together a plan step by step, day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year. You must have a plan if you are going to be successful. Hear me, hear me clearly and understand me. I am not just talking to you as if I have it all together. I am talking to myself. We are literally at Starbucks with a caramel macchiato (laughs) having a conversation about this because both of us, all of us need to develop our plan and get to work because success, my brothers and sisters, is not going to happen by osmosis. But if it is going to happen, it is because you and I, we, us, together, have started to work on our plan to reach our 
success. So again, you must do it in purpose. You must look at your success from the lens of progress. And then lastly and finally, you must always see the potential of a thing, but not stopping at the potential and putting together a plan so that your potential can become a reality. Well, that's all I have for you today, folks. I'm so glad again that you've joined us here on the Word for Life podcast. I am grateful. I mean grateful that you have taken out the time to grow with me today. I want to ask you again, as I asked you at the beginning, please subscribe, like, share, and comment to the podcast to make sure that it can be found in the massive database that is podcast. Lastly, before I go and bid you adieu, I want to remind you that the process of growth can be nasty but it is always necessary. I want you to see, my dear brothers and sisters, that yes, life can be messy and miserable, but only if you allow it. The bridge between here and there can only be crossed through the avenue of work. So remember, friends, wipe your tears and win in the face of trouble because you will survive this. That's all for now. We'll talk next week.